Which Bulldogs are banged up? Let's get the story now with the injury report presented by Celsius Essential Energy. Live fit. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. We are live at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. And uh, along with former Georgia punter and kicker, Dax Langley, I'm David Johnston. we got another hour to go here. This first hour's flown by a great crowd here tonight in the, the, uh, the, the, the drinking area. Georgia game on TV, basketball The Georgia game. basketball game is in front of us. The soccer team has already won their NCAA tournament game this afternoon, knocking off Liberty 2-1. to one. So big stuff going on this weekend here in Athens. And... Uh, We'll, we'll get to the injury report in a moment, but let's uh, jump to the phones. One of our faves hanging on. Annika checking in on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Hello, Annika. How are you this evening? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. How are y'all? We're doing great. We are doing great. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys. I know we were talking about um, Nazir Stackhouse, like, half an hour ago at this point but he when i first started on campus um it was probably had been his last tour i ran into nazir and he was so nice and i he took a picture with me and he like followed me on instagram and i i know a lot of times we talk about how good they are on the field but all of these people that play for georgia are just really good people and to see someone like nazir get that moment to have that pick and to blow up on social media and for everybody to be talking about it. It's just, I think it's great that there are people that have such good hearts that are getting the recognition that they deserve on and off the field. Annika, that is so nice of you saying thank you so much for the call. Yeah, thanks, Annika. We do appreciate that. And that is an excellent point, too, because we don't know most of these guys personally. We all, all we see is what... Uh, what uh, you know is on the TV usually on Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening. Right. Annika's a student. Ran into him and had a great, uh, basically, just a you know great conversation. From what it sounds like, and I do like hearing stories like that. Yeah. I mean, it's good to hear that. And then look, that's that's a product of the of the system, of the organization, of the uh, process that we always talk about. You know, they're not, you know, we hear it all the time. You know, and every every coach and staff, when they're on the road, they're, they're talking about, you know, turning your kid and, you know, I'm going to turn your son into a grown man. or Unless you get around it, unless you've been around it. And when things are going the way they are at Georgia, hey, it doesn't cost a dime to, doesn't cost a dime to be nice to someone. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and um, I think these kids uh, – appreciate their 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 teammates i think they appreciate the dog nation um i think they appreciate being able to be the big men on campus and be victorious you know week in week out you know uh at some point that streak will come to an end um but that's not going to change the overall impact that this this staff and this this organization is having on on these young men. Well, I mean, what they've done, uh, and right now we're in this midst of uh, 42 and one in the last 43 games, and 
when you yeah, dig that's, up that's that. amazing. That, it really is. And they could have you know, like most the, of these guys. The U, the U in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that what Snoop Dogg says? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. But what I was going to say the is. The U in the 90s. These guys could have, um, uh, you know, chips on their shoulder. They could be stuck up, I don't know, going to class, trying to, to, to dodge people. But. I think for the most part they're not. They, they appreciate the fact that they're, they're, uh, they're yeah, the, the, that everybody loves them and they, they enjoy that. I'm glad they can enjoy it. Right, right. I, I couldn't agree more. I don't think I took any pictures with any <laughs> any students. <laughs> I don't in my know day. why. There were no cell phones. <laughs> well, that's true. People weren't carrying their, uh, their yeah. pocket cameras around to class. By the way, and while we're mentioning this too, so, 26-game winning streak, which is a school record, 36 consecutive regular season games, also a school record. Georgia has won 25 regular season SEC games uh, in a row. That dates to the COVID year, and it started with a win over Mississippi State. Uh, that's second in SEC history. The uh, Dogs have tied the school record with 24 home wins in a row which matches a mark set by those great Georgia teams in the early 80s yeah. that had Herschel. Yeah. So this is uh, uh, the good times, the, uh, the good old days, as we like to say. Yeah. I hope everybody can enjoy it. I can promise you those kids that were in school from 80, 81, 82, 83, you know, now they're in their 60s, you know, and – the Buck Blues and kinda, the Herschel kinda, Walkers. Yeah, they're kind of coming back. It's kind of come back around. Because if you were in school back then, that was that was a great time to be in school. From oh, a, yeah. From a, from a football standpoint. You had the greatest running back of all time in Herschel. Um, you had great defenses. Um, that was just, I mean, Coach Russell, Coach Dooley. Uh, from Herschel Walker to, to Terry Hogue, from the number one guy in the recruiting class to maybe the last guy in that right. signing class. Both are in the College Football Hall of Fame. Right. You know, just all that kind of stuff that yeah. just made those teams so absolutely special. Our great uh, friend Kevin Butler, I know he wasn't on the 1980 team, but being a big part of those teams too, had the great kick against Clemson. Yeah. Just so many things that happened back then. And now we're experiencing it again, even to I think it, uh, another level. Yeah, 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 definitely another level. We, you know, we got in some championship games, you know, in the Sugar Bowl with Pittsburgh and, and Penn State, and just couldn't couldn't pull them out. But we got there, and uh, you know, things continued to 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 roll for a couple of years, and then it just kind of petered out a little bit, um, kind of going into the late '80s, early '90s. Well, it is a great time to be a Georgia Bulldog right now. By the way, so we got another uh, minute or so before we break. Talking about Brock Bowers, there may be a chance we might see Xavier Truss back on the field tomorrow. That'd be nice. And that would be phenomenal, although the offensive line has done a great job. They have. They have done a nice job and certainly glad to see that. They're going to have their work cut out again for them tomorrow, though. But, hey, it's the SEC. It's like that every week. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ole Miss, like you said, has 31 sacks. That's got to be up there pretty high uh, in the country. Um, they're going to, like I, like I always say, they're going to give us their best shot, and they're going to throw some – Pete Golding will throw some wrinkles in there. 
maybe throw some blitz wrinkles in there um, to try to get Carson off his off his spot. And but Carson's been good with his legs too. So you know you can't play football nowadays without being able to, to get out of the pocket and run. You hey Carson, yes, there. he's been sneaky good. All right, so coming up on 103.7 <coughs> Chuck FM. We will be going to the Lady Dogs. They're taking on Belmont tonight. That'll be a 7.30 tip-off. So staying with the football talk, it's 106.1 WNGC going up through 8 o'clock. And this is University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. How does the opposition stack up tomorrow? Let's find out with the opponent outlook. Brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Dave and Dax along with you. We got 45 more minutes to go. Uh, the Georgia basketball team trailing Wake 13 to 12, 13 minutes to go in the first half. Georgia soccer. Knocking off Liberty 2-1 to one to move on in the uh, NCAA tournament. In fact, let me see if we have a status update on their next game. The Bulldogs will face the winner of Iowa and Bucknell in the second round. Iowa plays soccer? <laughs> they wrestle and they play soccer, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know Iowa I, I want soccer. To, all right, this, is, this joke is way too easy, Dax. Who, I wonder if their soccer team scores more than their football team. I'll have to check that and see. It's yeah, probably man. close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw they won 10-7 to over Northwestern. And this weekend, they're playing um, whoever they're playing. Rutgers. Rutgers. The over-under is 28. Yeah, it's the lowest over-under <laughs> in the history of college football. <laughs> Incredible. I mean, and they're ranked like 23rd. They're 7-2. You've got to bet the over in that, right? Well, if you bet the over in the game last week with Northwestern, I'm sure it wasn't very high no, either. They only no. scored 17. I know. It's so it, I mean, it's crazy. It's it's it is so hard to sustain a lead uh, you know. And and as like Kirby says, I mean, it's hard to win. You know. It is very and, hard. But yes. you see so many teams have these great first halves. And they just don't have the ability to, you know, just to, to, to sustain that lead through the second half. We've we've been a second half team, and um, and that's good for us. You know, we talked about some of the slow starts we've had early in the season, but I think we're hopefully we're past that, and, and we can put some points on the board early tomorrow night. All right, I totally agree with you. Excellent points. Let's uh, let's hear from Lane Kiffin. The Lane Train will be in Athens, and then we'll jump back to the phones on the other side. Earlier in the week, here's what uh, Lane Kiffin had to say about tomorrow's game. Obviously, a big challenge this week to prepare really well and go play the number one team in the country for a number of years. So, um, whatever the stat is, they're forty something, forty two and one or something like that. Last forty three games, so um, big challenge. Play there and play at night. So. Kind of feel like nobody gives us a shot, which is kind of good, which is a good way sometimes. You know, like over in weeks of playing with house money, you know, what do you got to lose? And no one expects you to win. You've done a really good job with the Ole Miss program since you arrived there, I guess, four years ago. That's part of the reason why you're playing 
meaningful games in November. Uh, but I also wanted to ask you, you have a chance to help out uh, a school like Tennessee kind of get back in the SEC East race. Does that mean anything to you at all? Uh, no, sorry. I mean, obviously we've got a huge game and huge motivation, um, you know, to do something that nobody's done there in over, I think, five years. Nobody's won at Georgia, so... Um, can I pull that off and that helps Tennessee, then I'm happy for Tennessee. Yeah, Lane, I wanted to ask you about the Georgia defense and Kirby. I mean, we hear so much about Kirby's defenses being just like Nick Saban's. What are the differences? I'm, I'm sure there's differences from year to year, but having worked with both of those guys, what are some differences between them and just, I guess, philosophy, maybe even their defenses? I think there's a whole lot of differences. Schematically, I mean, obviously people kind of throw off on their own, but it's different if you're somewhere and that person's like the play caller and it's their defense, and then you go off and do your own thing. You know, Kirby was the play caller for Coach Saban, and then they worked on the game plans together. So I feel like then when Kirby goes on his own, you basically get the same thing. So I think that's different than when, you know, coaches are underneath play-calling head coach, and then when they go get their own own thing, they run the defense differently. Kirby mentioned yesterday that you guys share numbers and, and talks. I mean, how valuable is that in this profession, I guess, you know, to have those sort of people around it? To It sounds like you guys bounce ideas off one another occasionally. What, what's that? If you could elaborate a little bit more on that relationship. Yeah, I think that would probably surprise people. I think part of that was also him in the East. You're not playing him every year, and been there three years without playing him, and been at FAU three years before that, so... He was at Georgia last year at Alabama, and we would still talk. I just think Kirby's really smart, and I really enjoy talking to really smart, intelligent coaches that you can bounce things off of or ask them how do they do things or how do they deal with the player issue or an injury or something. And he's one of my first calls a lot of times if um, I'm looking for advice. All right, there's uh, Lane Kiffin from earlier in the week talking about the the, uh, the the dogs in Ole Miss tomorrow. What's your, what's your 30,000-foot view of... Lane Kiffin, because he is, he's uh, he's one of these guys that everybody knows. He he has a lot of notoriety. He's obviously matured a lot over the last fifteen years or so when he was the young head coach of the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, but he's really done a, a good job of kind well, of reinventing he's, himself. He's he's been you know at the Raiders. He <laughs> got a job. At, he got the SC job and then lost it on the tarmac. Um, this was after he was the Tennessee coach. Yeah, then he was in Tennessee, and really had really had it going there for a minute, you know. And um, but those things happen, and then to come to Alabama and be able to work under Saban, you know, anybody that's had the the chance to work under Saban has got a found uh, as a head, and then becomes a head coach has a foundation of of success right there. Um, it's just a matter of how much you pay attention to it and and try to implement it with with what you're doing. But then he leaves Tuscaloosa and in three years down at Florida Atlantic, and we're talking about Florida Atlantic. He had two different 11 win seasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he gets it going on offense. He's definitely, you know, prides himself on being being able to to break the game open and and uh, make some big plays. And you know, he's 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 been very truthful about this weekend from the standpoint of they've got nothing to lose. You know, they can come in here and, and play f- footloose and fancy free and, and um, you know, let it all hang out. And, you know, Georgia's the one that's, you know, obviously if you want to put pressure on a streak or if you want to put pressure on 
the players, you know, they're not thinking about that. They, Kirby does an incredible job of keeping them focused on what's what's most important, play by play, day by day. You know, stick with the system, and um, I think we'll see more of that uh, tomorrow night. I do think I do think Ole Miss can put some points on the board in the first half if they get if they get going, and then we, maybe we 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 just have to, you know. Be a second-half team again. Something you were saying earlier, and I was trying to think of a of a term that's radio-friendly, <laughs> but um, these t- Georgia gets behind in some of these games and then plays these really good second halves and wins these games. Are we seeing these other teams kind of shoot their you-know-what in the first half? Right. And then it just kind of plays into – Mike Bobo's hands or right. Will and Coach Shoe's hands or whatever. Right. That's why we've seen what we've seen. These I mean, teachers, we've, we've been down. Yeah. And we've come back. Uh, We're taking everybody's best shot. Yeah, of course. When it comes to SEC play, I mean, humility's one week away. You oh, know, yeah. We hear, we hear Kirby say that all the time. and and um, But I think, they're, I think they're prepared. I think they've had a good week of practice. You know, hopefully they can continue to maintain their composure. And not get caught out of position for some for some really explosive plays because that just shortens the field for for Ole Miss. And I think Mike will start that running game and, and get that running game going so he can so he can open up the pass game for for the dogs. Georgia and Ole Miss tomorrow at seven. The dogs. I had to look today. It was 10 and a half, 11. What is, uh, what's the number today, Dax? Have you, I don't know. I think I'll it's dig it up maybe 11. Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. Georgia, the double-digit favorite to try to extend that winning streak to 27 games. All right, 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive Fan Line. We will take a break. Back with more phone calls and comments and everything else. This is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light, live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. What are the highlights of this weekend's schedule, both in the SEC and around the country? Find out with a weekend roundup, brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right. Back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. The Dogs leading Wake Forest 24-22. Seven and a half minutes to go in the first half. Big SEC-ACC battle there. Yeah, that'd be a nice win for the Dogs. That would be a terrific win for Georgia, no doubt about it. We're here with you for 30 more minutes on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light, live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. Dax, we're going to jump to the phones on the University Tire and Automotive fan line, 800-849-1061. Caleb, you have been hanging on patiently. We do appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us, and welcome to the show. How are you, Caleb? Good, man. Hopefully we can uh, hang on to the ball as long as I've been waiting to talk to you guys. (laughs) Yes, sir. Hey, man, a couple things. So, one thing, not really worried about tomorrow, man. I feel like we're going to come out strong, just like that Kentucky game. Good environment, good crowd. Uh, weather's going to be a little iffy, but we can get through it. Uh, one, one thing I do want to ask you guys is the uh, the corners. It's the only thing I've been worried about. 
you know, we're getting smoked on the outside a little bit. We're, we're, we're figuring out a way to come back and win the game. Uh, but that's one thing that, that I am concerned about. Just want to get your guys' thoughts on that. And also wanted to just give a special shout-out to a good friend of mine, Austin Newwood, over in Gilles. So appreciate y'all taking the call, and uh, good dogs. All right, Caleb, thank you very much, my man. We appreciate that. And a shout-out from Caleb to, to Austin in Gillsville, and I believe that's where Caleb was calling from as well as the uh, the Bulldogs. And that was breaking up a little bit for me, Dax, as far as uh, Caleb's question. I think he was talking about the defense on the corners. Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. And we have definitely seen – and by the way, I thought that running back uh, last week from Missouri was terrific. Yeah. Schrader, he was really good. Really, really good. Uh, so, you know, and, and, and Judkins, the guy we're going to see tomorrow – does Ole Miss want to run a little bit more between the tackles no. than what we saw in Missouri? No. 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 So then what has to we, happen? We've got to set the edge and we've got to we've got to be disciplined enough to not get caught up in, 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 in some of the motion and and windows, you know, window dressing that Lane likes to throw into this RPO game that he likes to play. You know, Kamari's played a little bit at star. Um, he's certainly been 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 pretty pretty darn good at corner, and Tyke's at corner, right? Um, Tyke, yeah. And what I was going to say was, all of these guys you mentioned, you mentioned Tyke, but there's such a and if there's that strength of that Georgia defense, that back end, what yeah. these guys have been able to do. Malachi Starks is sitting back there waiting to pick anybody yeah. he can. I mean, he's one of the best players in the country. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. I mean. You know, but Bullard but and having, Humphrey and, and Everett, ha- having, Lassiter, having Pop Johnson out with the broken forearm, yeah. or the fractured forearm. You know, we've got some guys that are, I think are ready to step up. I think they've probably been put under a microscope this week and really been uh, coached up to to know what what to look for. You know, you don't want that. You don't want that motion and trickery in the backfield. To, to leave you kind of standing, you know, flat-footed if you're walking up, you know, if you're walking up safeties or, or uh, you know, corner blitzes or whatever we may have in mind. Um, you just want to play normal defense and just play disciplined defense and don't get your eyes caught in the backfield. Well, the dogs do have the Jimmys and the Joes, so to speak. Yeah. And, hey, the, with that coaching staff, this best coaching staff in the country, the X's and the O's as well. And um, Yeah, I think, I think Ole Miss has 64 transfers. Georgia has three. Yeah, it's incredible. It's you know, absolutely the, incredible. You know, and Lane said that's what he's got to do, though, to be able to compete at Ole Miss. Right. Well, are you ready to play America's favorite pastime, <laughs> Moneyline Dax? Moneyline Dax. Where we... We don't even worry about the point spread. I just give Dax some games that look like either team could win, and we see what Dax thinks. For instance, Michigan State, Ohio State. Michigan State could pull the upset, I guess, but nobody's going to pick them, so let's just move on. Yeah, I like the Buckeyes there. (laughs) Wait, you like Ohio State on the money line there. Okay, I think we all do. Yes, do you like them as the 31-point favorite? Um. That might I be just don't in. think I just I don't think Ole Miss I mean Ole Miss Ohio State has been able to score like they have you know certainly like they have did last year. I, I look at Michigan and I think about how many teams they've blown out this year. Maybe that's because they've 
stealing everybody's yeah. signs, but you know, I think Ohio State easily wins that game. All right, so we'll move on. Mention Michigan. Apparently, Jim Harbaugh, at least what I heard before we started the show, may not be on the sideline for the rest of the season. Right. And if that's the case, does it uh, change your opinion, or did your was it your opinion anyway? Dax, Michigan at uh, Penn State, noon on Fox. Who wins this game straight up? Michigan. Yes. You now, know why? Where, now, where is Jim Harbaugh going to be at home? I need to check because I had heard earlier in the day that he said, or that Michigan said he was going to be on the plane either way. Yeah. So I don't know where he's. I don't know what's going to happen with I mean, that. The thing is, too, watch out for the earpieces. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. James Franklin needs to win a game like this, doesn't oh, he? Oh gosh, yeah. He doesn't ever win these games. He, he does, and, and Ohio State's had an incredible year thus far, you know. Um, but he just—they just can't seem to. They seem to always have a good quarterback. They seem to always have good receivers. They've had some incredible running backs. Yeah. But they just can't get over the hump with the with the with the big two of with Ohio the big State two of Michigan. Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. That's right. Penn State has been a top ten team now for several years, but they just haven't been able to win these games like this, and this is a huge win there tomorrow. All right. Let's go out to the West Coast. The pack whatever it is or whatever it's gonna be. Fifth ranked Washington hosting number eight Utah. Three thirty, which means twelve thirty their time. Washington is about a nine or a nine and a half point favorite. Dax, who wins this game straight up? Washington at home. Yeah, if they're at home, I think they they win that game. I know Utah's defense is pretty pretty handy, pretty sturdy, but I think Michael Penix continues what he's been doing and continues to lead them down the field time and time again and just drops dimes every week. Dax. Staying in the uh, the pack, whatever. The pack Number, two. The, the pack, pack two. two. Yes. <laughs> Number six, Oregon, is a fourteen point favorite at home against. Wait for it, unranked Southern Cal. Does Southern Cal have any chance of being said by you Not, when I said who wins this game straight up? I think Oregon wins it straight up unless uh, USC has found a defense in the last week. <laughs> Now Caleb Caleb Williams will have his fun, which he always does. Yeah, and he makes he doesn't have any choice. Makes, I guess yeah, he makes some amazing plays. Um, he gets turned around, flipped around in the backfield, and next thing you know, he's throwing a fifty-yard touchdown. He's you incredible. Know, all, he really in, is. all in about five or six seconds. So, but like you said, no defense. No defense. All right, I got a couple more games, and then we'll we'll take a break. SEC. Alabama at Kentucky as a ten and a half point favorite, a noon kickoff. Alabama in the overall series against the Wildcats, thirty-eight two and one. Does Kentucky at home have no. any chance to make it thirty-eight three and one? No, <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> I, mean, I don't either. Alabama's playing some really Alabama's good football. Alabama's playing right good now. football. Yes, they've they've turned some things around and got some things. Uh, situated on defense, and they're getting some good, good, good play make playmakers are doing their job in the running game. Milrose seems to be warming up to being that number one quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I think you just turn him loose and let him play yep. running back. Absolutely, you there's know. no question. He probably is the best running back on that team. All right, one more before we break. 
And this one means a lot for Georgia. Tennessee at 3.30 tomorrow at Missouri. And Tennessee is a one-point favorite. Maybe a pick Depends where you like to shop. Yeah. If Missouri wins this game, Georgia clinches the East. Right. I don't. Dax, I think Tennessee can go in there and you like Tennessee and, and, and beat them. Yeah, I think they can. I think. I think it'll be a heck of a game. I think it'll be a close game. Could Missouri uh, suffer a little bit from a Georgia hangover? I, I don't know. Or do you I, think that's overrated? I, I think those things are overrated. Yeah. I, th- I think Tennessee's got to go in there and set the tone early, run the ball like they have been able to do this year, and then get some stops on defense. You know, they're going to have to cover burden and those receivers they have. But uh, I think Tennessee can go in there and beat Missouri. We shall see. And if the Vols do, they keep it alive for having a chance to win the East. If Missouri wins, then Georgia will be the East representative once again. All right, 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. David Dax, excuse me, David Moneyline Dax along with you here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light live from the Spring Hill Suites in Marriott by downtown Athens. What do the Bulldogs have to do to get the win tomorrow? Let's find out with the keys to the game. Brought to you by University Tire and Automotive in Athens and Danielsville. All right, University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. Live here at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. Georgia basketball team, biggest lead of the half, 38-30 over Wake Forest with a minute 20 to go in the first half, so good stuff there. Uh, Dax, we'll get our keys to the game in just a moment, but let's jump back to the phones. And uh, we appreciate, by the way, everybody listening tonight, everybody calling in. Been a lot of fun. We've been full here the whole time. Got a great crowd here at the uh, Spring Hill Suites, downtown Athens. Thanks so much. University Tire and Automotive. By the way, going to hit the road with the Bulldogs. And by the way, a lot of people will be in Knoxville next Saturday night. And uh, then the following week in Atlanta. And then hopefully back in Atlanta the week after that, too. So make sure your car is good to go with University Tire and Automotive, two great Athens locations. You've also got Danielsville, and, of course, get everything scheduled, get what you need, get all your info at utireautomotive.com. All right, to the phones, James N. Winder. You are on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. James, how are you this evening? Doing absolutely well, gentlemen. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good. We are good. Yes, sir. Got the dogs on the TV here watching <laughs> a little basketball. Early, early season matchup. Wakes on a little bit of a run, but we'll see how it goes. All right, so, James, you Hopefully heard keys the to run. the game. I know we're going to get yours, but uh, how are you feeling about tomorrow night? Well, I, I feel good about it, gentlemen. Um, I, I got a, a question for you real quick, though. This, this whole Brock Bowers thing, um, I'm a little conflicted on whether or not he's going to be a, a huge contributing factor or or just slightly contributing, but more of a you know decoy to give them something to think about. What do you guys think? I think that's a good question, and I think you know 
I think it's a game time decision. You know, we've heard that, you know, just out of the building over there that he's getting up to certain speeds. And Kirby's mentioned that, you know, football is not a straight line game unless you're just covering kickoffs. So you got to have some cutting and 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 duping and and diving here. So, you know, we're just waiting to see. I don't think they're going to put Brock Bowers out there unless he can contribute and do something. And uh, they may find some ways to get him open and get him get him the ball. But uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait till tomorrow at seven to see that. Hey, and James, to uh, Dax's point, even if it's just a few snaps, and again, they wouldn't put him out there if they didn't think he could, right. could play. But it's senior right. night. Now, not that he'd be walking with the seniors, but it'll be his last home game. He's not going to be back next year. Uh, so I know that would be a great way for him to, to finish out his his Georgia career. So maybe there's a little bit of both in all of that. Or, you know, this guy's, this guy's kind of Superman. It's been about the same amount of time from his surgery to the one Tua had uh, a few years ago right. where he was out, right. what, three and a half, four weeks, whatever right. it was. So, I mean, let's – Let's just see how it plays out tomorrow. And they've got this, they've got the ability over there in the in the uh, training room to get all the treatments that's yes. needed and get the exercises that are needed and the recovery stuff to to getting back as as soon as they can. Uh, we're going to need him on you know if we're going to make a run at this three peat that nobody wants to talk about, including <laughs> me. You know. <laughs> But uh, uh, James Dax's face just turned red, saying three Pete. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it too, man. That's one of those things. Yeah. It really is. Well, let's hear it. Well, what do you got for us? Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I, I've got a real quick. I've got a, a very good friend of mine that I work with that he's an Ohio State fan, uh, a glitter helmet. Uh, anyway, um, he's been calling us to lose this game since before the season started. He ha- he said, Look, this one, I, this is the one I got marked on y'all's calendar. That that it, you know finally finally going to lose the game. I said, well, brother. But first he goes, well, how are you going to feel when you lose? I said, I am going to feel the same way that I do when we lose. I'm going to be disappointed, but the sun will shine the next day. And I said, but but I'll tell you what, um, it's not going to happen tomorrow for sure. So uh, give me the dogs, 35. The old Miss uh, Joey Freshwaters, 24. The dogs ride again, and the sun shines real bright Sunday morning. Next up, Tennessee. Go, dogs! Thank you, James. Yeah, James. 35-24. We'll take it in a heartbeat. We appreciate your call, buddy. Yes, sir. All right, 800. Oh, excuse me, 800-849-1061. We'll take a quick break here. Dave and Dax along with you. This is University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light Live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. We are at the Spring Hill Suite by Marriott in downtown Athens. Wanted to give a, a quick shout-out to David Dukes and his team. This is our last show here at uh, Spring oh, yeah. Hill Suites, and they have been so hospitable. Yeah. Adam and, and everyone at the front desk that greets us and 
Just uh, got, can't say thank you enough to that crew. They've got food over there. Oh, that's another reason I like them. You know, <laughs> this is a good, They sell beer here. It's a good, it's a good setup. <clears throat> yes, it is. So thanks to everybody, the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott here in downtown Athens. Uh, also want to thank everybody from University Tire and Automotive and the uh, good folks there. Now, this is not our last show with them, This is, but it's uh, they've been a great sponsor for a long time, and we do love all of those guys. And again, when you're about to hit the road with the Bulldogs, make sure your car is good to go at University Tire and Automotive. They'll get you hooked up, they'll get you set, and they'll get your car ready to rumble as the dogs are at Tennessee next weekend. And then Atlanta the following weekend, and hopefully Atlanta the weekend after that. And uh, certainly Brittany's great crew and, and uh, Brittany herself always appreciate them, including Alexis and Grace and Chloe and Caleb. And last but certainly not least, my man Hawk. <laughs> yeah, Hawk, yes. Hawk's keeping us rolling in here. Yes, indeed. And Brittany's husband, Edward's here, too. We appreciate And he stayed for the whole show. Thank you. We appreciate that also. So, anyway, Dax, we'll, we'll take one more time out. We'll come back and we'll wrap things up here. Yeah. Oh, of course, Steven back in the studio with uh, Evan, too. Those guys do such great work. And tonight we were kind of uh, they keep, having to walk on stones with all these different broadcasts they keep going the on. Air, they keep the airwaves rolling. <laughs> yes, they do, absolutely. So thanks to both of you guys. We do appreciate it. All right, uh, one more time. We'll come back and uh, we'll wrap it up here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light, live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in downtown Athens. All right, thanks again for joining us tonight as the dogs get set to take on Ole Miss tomorrow. And Dax, I know the dogs haven't covered a whole lot of these point spreads this year. I yeah. got a good feeling about tomorrow, though. Two. I got They've a good covered feeling. covered two. Yes. You know, and they covered two against teams that really weren't explosive at all. <laughs> exactly. Know? So, I, you know. We'll see how it goes. I know some people like to bet the dogs no matter what, you know, and, and you know, you sometimes, sometimes, you get, sometimes you get let yeah. down. But um, well, Let's see if it works. And, by the way, James said 35-24. I kind of like that number, too. I know that's right on the, right on the, the 11. Yeah. But, like I'm, I said, give me 35-24 uh, anytime, and I'll take it tomorrow. Yeah. I think, you know, can Carson Beck continue to be sharp and and composed and find his receivers? Can the line give him some time? And and if he has to get out of the pocket, I think he will. You know, can Georgia's defense handle Ole Miss and their explosive plays? They they have had quite a, quite a few, but are, you know you know expect yeah. some explosive plays. I can't wait. You know, I cannot you know, wait. And Dax, I've enjoyed it uh, yeah. here at the Spring Hill Suites on Marriott all season long. We've had a bunch of home games. We'll catch you tomorrow, or excuse me, uh, next Friday. Yeah. Back in the studio. Back for in the, the studio. Dogs in Tennessee. All right, 7 o'clock tomorrow, Georgia and Ole Miss. For Dax, I'm Dave. 
We'll catch you tomorrow. Or I keep saying it. Saturday, tomorrow for the game. Next Friday for the show. Already looking forward to it. Have a great weekend, and thanks for joining us. University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. Good Presented by Bud Light. Live from the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott. Downtown Athens. Good dogs. Good dogs.